it's God first, other second, yourself third. The unique and cool thing about it is if you have that perspective, it comes back around to benefit you. Iwoo Hoops presents The Pursuit. Go inside the locker room as Iwoo Hoops trades the pursuit of me for the pursuit of three. Welcome to episode 4.9 of The Pursuit. I'm Jeff Clark, one of the basketball coaches at Indiana Wesley. In our last episode, we explored how the team continued to pursue an identity of three after success. Today, we will look at the other side of leading people toward the pursuit of three in the midst of a losing streak. In the first half, seniors Trevor Waite, Joel Okafer, and Evan Maxwell will go inside the mind of a group of leaders as the team loses two conference games in a row. In the second half, Coach Tonegal will talk about the struggle as a coach to stay focused on the process while losing, the opportunity failure presents, and why it is so important to have a trusting relationship with those you lead while in the midst of that failure. We're joined again by our three seniors, continuing the ongoing conversation about identity. And at this point in the season, we're in the midst of a losing streak. We, we uh, go on the road twice in a row in the conference and lose. And it was coming off a huge win. We beat Mount Vernon on the road without Kyle, and then we lose our next two games. Trevor, why don't you just start with your perspective as the only four-year guy. You'd been through this before, and you'd seen losing streaks at other times in the past. What have those done in past year for our teams? Yeah. Uh, I remember sitting in the locker room after we lost the Spring Arbor game thinking, man, like, it's over. The season's over. We lost two <laughs> in a row. You know, like, I was I was probably I was probably thinking the same thing that everyone else was thinking at that point. But when I, you know, took a step back and thought about past years, we always went through a losing streak. And the losing streak is what made us the team that we were at the end of the year. If we didn't um, have those valleys in the season, then we wouldn't have been propelled upwards. So, yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little scared for us for a little bit. Um, but when I took a step back and realized, all right, I'm a senior, I can't be the one that's scared anymore. Like, we have to be the ones that are leading the other guys. They have to be able to see, this is, you know, this is okay that we're in a losing streak. But how are we gonna respond? And this is part of that box first line mentality where years ago we probably would have said we're just not a good rebounding team or whatever the, the case may be rather than saying okay we're we're at this point along the line now how do we leverage this moment for growth so we can become the best team possible with this group but Joel sometimes the way coaches respond to those moments you might not think we're having a line mentality necessarily you may feel like we're being over aggressive or over passionate or practice it may go to another level so what have you seen there and 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 how did you feel going into those next couple of days of practice uh just um going to the next couple of practice i i knew things are going to get tightened up things are going to get you know a little more physical uh and the coaches were going to push us uh just to be even more better uh but i was just more um not necessarily worried but just like um don't know how the freshmen are gonna take this because uh, I don't, you know, I hope they don't take it as like, you know, that the coaches um, maybe have something against them uh, <laughs> after this couple losing streaks. Uh, but it, I, I hope that they take it as they see better in us and they wanna push us to that limit. 
and uh, and I, you know, I thought, you know, some days the guys don't take it well, but then some days they they take it well, and ultimately uh, they understand what what the goal and the standard is in this program. There is this tension when we talk about I am third that we fear that some coaches might just hear you're really nice, yeah. and that's I am third. But a big part of, of being an I am third leader is calling out greatness in other people. True. And, and at times that may not come across as nice. It may say, no, there's another level this team can get to. And this losing streak showed us some of those areas where we have to grow. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So as coaches, you have to demand a greater level of performance. So, Evan, what have you seen just in the midst of losing streaks over, over your career here? How does a team go to another level by calling greatness out of each other? Uh, I think during those points, it really causes you to look at who you are. And like, as far as the identity of our team, I remember at the end of that game, Jay White saying something about it looks like guys just don't care. And so that stuff's going through your head. Like, do we care? Or why do we care? Or who doesn't care? Like all this stuff is going through your head about who we are. Um, and then as a leader, I think, I mean, it's easy for anyone to point fingers or tell somebody what to do. But for me, it was like, how can I lead these guys by example and not just start pointing out what these people need to do better, but just take myself to another level um, in a way that brings the whole team up and it and earns me credibility so that I can say to those guys to, to call people out and call greatness out of them. Um, because if I'm just going through the motions and not giving my very best, then um, calling greatness out of somebody will more like it'll seem more like I'm demeaning them or talking down to them. But if I'm busting my butt, if, if Joel's doing the same thing and Trevor's doing the same thing and we're leading by example, then when we call somebody out, it's actually calling greatness out of them. And as you talk, I'm remembering that locker room after the Spring Arbor game because they're obviously an amazing team and program at achieving what they did. But uh, I'm remembering Coach Tonegal's postgame speech, specifically calling out Joel and Evan, you two guys, just saying there's another level you can go to and as you get in a losing streak, we've had times in the past where a one or two game losing streak turns into a five game losing streak because of how we respond. So Trevor, last word, being a guy who's been here for multiple years and, and being able to step out of that moment and recognize this can be used for good if we'll leverage it the right way. What was your thought process then about how do I as a leader step into this moment where there's tension, where there's uncertainty and there's doubt? What did you do to lead going forward? Yeah. Um, so this year was a little different, um, the losing streak, because in the previous years, um, the coaches were kind of saying like, it doesn't really look like we want it more. You know, we don't really, it doesn't look like we care, but this year it was just, there was something different. It was like, we were losing maybe because we weren't executing, right. Or we were losing because, um, you know, we were turning the ball over. It wasn't because we didn't have the passion. Um, so knowing that about this team, it made it actually easier to go into practice and say, all right, guys, we're going to get after it today. And, you know, when we step on the floor and practice, um, it's going to be physical and we're going to, you know, we're going to compete. But when we step off the floor, we're going to continue to grow our relationships and be together and, um, you know, don't look back at the losing streak, but we're looking forward to the next game. When we come back, Coach Channel is going to come on and talk about the Mount Vernon game, identity, and celebrating the success of others. This podcast was created to take you behind the scenes of building an IM third culture in a basketball program. 
but IW Hoops believes this philosophy can translate to any context. As we enter this one-minute halftime, we want to let you hear from our sponsor, Insurance Management Group, who is building a culture of I am third in the insurance industry right here in Indiana. Here's IMG President Trent Daly. Pursuing the I am third lifestyle has helped me grow as a leader in all aspects of life. Putting God first, my colleagues and customers second, and myself third has impacted IMG in ways I couldn't have imagined. At IMG, we have a passion for people and helping them achieve their goals. We are not just an insurance agency. We are a culture and an experience. You should expect more from your insurance agent. Visit us now at www.insmgt.com. Now back to the second half. We're joined again by Coach Tonegal. And Coach, last episode we talked about the mentality of a team and finding identity in a winning streak. And we're going to flip it because we, we come off those big wins in conference and we go on a two-game losing streak. You talked a little bit about the challenge of, of finding identity after a big win because you start to lose sight of some of the details. What happened coming off the, that big win in our next two conference games? Well, we get Kyle back, so I think the assumption is we're going to all of a sudden play well. And um, as we've talked about, it's never easy on the road in, in the crossroads. So we go on the road, and um, we're not the same team for whatever reason. We're just not clicking. And we really get handled uh, at St. Francis. Um, didn't really compete, I didn't think, to, to where we thought we should be. Well, then we go on the road to, to Spring Arbor and kind of the same deal, kind of get run out of the gym. And all of a sudden, we begin to, I think, question ourselves for the first time and, and begin to ask, well, who are we as a team? And, and it's that challenge of identity. Is performance going to define who we are? Or can we somehow start with identity, and that will ultimately lead us to our performance? But when you're in a losing streak, everybody wants to point to the performance. Let's go to the locker room, because we talked last episode about a locker room celebration after a big win. But that St. Francis game, we go in – they're winning by double digits most of the game. We get down 12 in the first half. We're down as much as 17 for a lot of the second half and never really put ourselves in a position to win. What do you remember about that locker room after, and, and how do you handle that as a coach? Well, I remember, and I think when you have a good relationship with your guys, you can be pretty honest. There wasn't a lot of yelling, screaming. There wasn't said anything said, I think, that, that we regret, but it was, look, I'm disappointed with where we're at right now. And it's never about, hey, we didn't make enough shots or you know, things didn't fall our way. It's did we come in as a team and did we just fight and, and scrap and claw? And, and obviously we did not because we, we had too much talent to, to get blown out like that. And once again, I think our seniors took it to heart. Um, sometimes you have, you have teams that when that is said, as soon as they get on the bus, it's the blame game or it's excuse making. And we just had a group of seniors that said, you know what? Coach is right. This is where we're at. We've got to change this. And when you have seniors like that, it gives you hope as a coach because you're going to have bad games. The question is, how will you then rebound from those? And that goes back to the box versus the line where this is an opportunity for us to grow. How is a coach is it different in that moment if you respond with the box mentality versus that line mentality you just described? Yeah, I think it would have been easy to say, well, we're just not good. You know, season's over. You know, we got beat up on the boards. We will never be a good rebounding team. But that's the box mentality, meaning we're either in or we're out. And because of the stats, what they say, we're out. But instead, to, to step back and, and look, where is this team on the line? Yeah, we just got Kyle back, but we're not clicking. 
how do we get to, to the point where we're going to ultimately be? Because, yes, we can become a good rebounding team, and we can become a team that can win on the road. So to ask that question, I think, keeps us from overreacting, making some unnecessary judgments, and even even projecting certain things on certain players who had bad games, still believing in those guys and giving those guys opportunities. Go back to maybe your first or second year as a coach. If you would have lost two games in a row in the Crossroad League as compared to now, how has your thinking changed over that time, and maybe how would it respond differently now as, as compared to 12 years ago? Well, I'll just say this, though. The, the sting still hurts. I don't want people to think that, man, we, we like losing or we can accept it. I, I'm a poor loser, I'll be honest, and something I'm working on. But I think the way I'm reacting is, is changing. And, and I begin asking the question, okay, this team can still become the, the team I think they can become. I, I don't think I'm going to lower my expectations because we've lost two games where normally I peel back the expectations. Now, it may be more difficult to get there, and it may be a little bit more of a challenge, but I still think we can get there. So I'd still hold those expectations high, and I would let the team know the reality of our situation. I'm not going to lie. We're not there. We're far from it. But I think we can get there. And I think that hope that they hear uh, our staff still tell them in those desperate moments, I think fuels them for the run that hopefully is yet to come. But I know for me personally – this is where identity can be a challenge is I can take a lot of the blame myself or I can think of all the ways that I'm failing when we're in the midst of a losing streak or the number of times I've told my wife that I should be in a different profession after a loss is about 100%. So let's talk about identity now in a losing streak as compared to a winning streak because we talked last time about the challenge after you win to continue to find your identity in Christ. What's it look like after a loss? Well, we, we do truly believe that sometimes the quickest ways uh, to success are through failures. And so sometimes as a basketball coach, losses play an important role in, in the eventual success of a team. Now, we've seen that over and over in several of our national championship runs. In fact, all three of them in 2014, 16, and 18, we went through a losing streak, and we saw how formative that was. Now, you don't see it at the moment because it, it has to be played out, and you have to go through those tough times and, and – kind of the root analogy that we gave in an earlier podcast, your roots have to really dig down deep. And, and that's what losses do. They force us to dig down deep. They force us to come together. So part of my hope during these moments of having that line mentality is, is this is somehow going to be formative. This is gonna, it's going to bond us. It's going to unite us. Something will come out of this. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to stay with our guys. I'm going to stay positive in hopes that eventually we're going to become the team that I think we can become. Last thing, Coach, let's talk to the leader, a coach who maybe doesn't have the talent to turn it around. They're in the, the midst of a losing streak. They want to lead their players well. They want to help them grow. But they don't have the talent sitting around the locker room where they can get it turned around and compete for a national championship. How would you encourage that coach to continue to push their team to grow, to continue along the line, even if they know it may not lead to a lot of wins in, in the box score? Well, I, th- I think we're, once again, we're not defining the, uh, the season by the, the last game, and it's not necessarily the end result. And so you've got to keep coming back to what's going to be success for you. And for us, we keep telling our guys that, you know, your success will be determined by the growth of others. So in these moments of loss, in these moments of adversity, we have an opportunity to stay together and to, to continue to keep our eyes off of ourselves and on to other people. And as we do that, I think we really grow, and so do our teammates. So when we get to the end of the year, although we don't enjoy losing, we can say this was formative in who I have become as a player, as a person, and as something, uh, a part of something bigger than myself. 
On our next episode, you will hear about the team's trip to Florida and how intentional time away led to a reversal of the losing streak. In the first half, Kyle Mangus and Seth Maxwell will talk about what the team did to grow while on the trip. In the second half, Coach David Osborne will give insight into the way the team responded to the losing streak and how it set up continued growth for the rest of the season. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Pursuit. If you were challenged to grow from this podcast, please rate or review us on your podcast platform or share with those you know as it helps multiply the impact. If you have a question you would like to ask iWoo Hoops on a future episode, hashtag AskIWooHoops or email jeff.clark at indwes.edu. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at iWooHoops. Join us next time right here on The Pursuit. And remember, if you want to be first, first find a way to be third.